We're in a series called Next Level, and um, if you know anything about me, you know I like to go to the I like to go to the next level. And to get to the next level, I brought a I brought a ladder with me today to help us get to the next level. And if you've been with us last week, or if this is your first week, we want you to know this: that we believe that every single one of us in this room and here today can go to the. We can all go to the next level. Every single one of us, our relationships can go to the next level. Our finances can go to the next level. Um, the, the, the things that we go, things that we do, we all have the opportunity to go to the next level. There isn't, a, any, there isn't a single person in this room here today that's exempt from going to the next level. We all get to go to the next level. And here's the good news about going to the next level. We have some help. God wants to take you to the next level. God wants to take you to the next level. If you're ready to go to the next level, you're good to go because God's already ready for you to go to the next level. And he wants to, he wants to take you. You know, in this room here today, we've used the top of this ladder as the next level. And what I know about our Savior and what I know about God is that he can take us all the way up, all the way up. He can take us all the way up to the next level. Every single one of you can go to the next level with the help of God. Every single one of you guys can go to the next level. The next level in every area of your life. Travis and Kristen are friends of mine. They started a brand new business a year ago. And they're at the top of the business 11 months later. And these guys are all about, they're all about the next level. I met some of you guys in here, um, your brand new couples. Or maybe you're brand new to this church. You've been coming for a while. But you want to go to the, the next level. Vicki is a, is, a, is a lawyer. I was talking about her company last, last night. And she wants her company to go to the, the next level. Every single one of us in here, Brad's in here today. Brad just started a brand new blog. You ought to follow him, Brad Augustine. It's a great, great, great blog, and it's going to help you with your life. It's going to help you with relationships. It's going to help you with your business. What I like about the blog, the blog is all about going to the, it's all about going to the next level. I was talking to a friend of mine. I just saw her in, in the, here, and her name is Ruthie, and Ruthie has 12,000 followers on Instagram. I said, how did you get to that level? She goes, it took me two years. It's going to take some work to go to the next level. It's going to take some work to go to the next level. But I want you to know in here today, we all can go to the next level. We have what it takes. And the thing that we have to help us get to the next level is God. And God wants to take you to the next, next level. Last week, we looked at a guy by the name of Jacob. Now, Jacob did some bad things. And that's what I like about, that's what I like about the Bible. God uses examples for us to be like. But the examples that he uses, he uses bad guys and girls just like you and me. <laughs> I'm not judging you. He uses bad people to do good things. He uses bad people to do, to do incredible things. I'm so thankful for a Savior that doesn't look at me and say, hey, Wes, you're not good enough to go to the next level. You're not qualified enough to go to the next level. He'll take you in whatever you got, whatever talent you got, whatever abilities you got, whatever baggage you got, whatever past you have. He says, hey, I can take you to the next level. But it, like that song says, that intro bumper says, we got to go to work, though. We, we have to. We have to go to work. And so this guy, Jacob, man, this Jacob, I'll, I'll tell you about Jacob. Jacob, was, Jacob had a twin brother. His name was Esau. And as Esau was going out of his mom first, Jacob was grabbing the heel. And Jacob's known as a heel grabber. Like, you don't want to be known as a heel grabber. Like, brains, smart, good looking. Those, uh, those are things you want to be known for. Not, yeah, I, I'm a heel grabber. Like, you're, you're, not, you're, you're on that level. Your level's down there. You, your only level you got is to, is, to grab my, is to grab my heel. And that's the level that Jacob was at. But Jacob decides, he gets to the point in his life where he's reached rock bottom. He gets, he hits low. He, he gets about as far as he can get to the bottom. He makes a bad decision. Here's what he, Jacob does. Jacob tricks his dad into getting his inheritance early. And the way he did that was telling his dad that he was actually Esau. And Esau was the tough brother. Esau was the hairy brother, the hunter, the man's man. 
And Jacob was the soft one. Jacob probably wore skinny jeans like me. You know what I'm saying? That's, <clears throat> that's Jacob. That's, that's the guy we have. Jacob probably spent a lot of time with the, Jacob was a mama's boy. Jacob knew how to, Jacob knew how to cook and clean, which guys, we all should. You know what I'm saying? All ladies should have said amen. That's when y'all should have been shouting me down. Get it. Preach it. I like that white boy. I like that black boy. You should have been giving me all those things, but you didn't. You missed your opportunity. But Jacob, <clears throat> that's, that's where we find Jacob at. And Jacob begins to run away from all that God has for him. I want to make sure you get this. If you'd ever come to church ever, ever again, I want you to know God has way more things that he has for you than things that he wants from you. I think we've grown up in some churches in America today, and it's like, hey, do this, 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 do this. And then you can come in, and you can have relationship and community with God. And what I want you to know at this church, and what I see in the scripture, is that Jesus runs into to ratchet people, and he makes them like him. He takes us from ratchet to righteous. Come on, somebody. Like, who, does, who doesn't want that? I mean, that's, that's in the Bible somewhere, Joel, from ratchet to righteous. That's what Jesus does with us. I'm so thankful. I see my friend Tyshawn right there. And, and Ty, I, I watched Tyshawn. He's another next level kind of guy. I met Tyshawn when he was probably 15, 16 years old. I saw you training. I saw your Instagram. Training with Kimba Walker, right? Is that his name? And that's, that's the next level. We, we, all, we all can do a little bit more. We can all do a little more in our professional life. We can all do a little more relationally. We all can do a lot more spiritually. We all can go to the next level. And Jacob decides in his life, I want to go to the next level. We all can do that. We all get to go to the next level, and God wants to take you there, okay? So if you're here today and you're thinking, well, I don't deserve to go to the next level, you're a good company because none of us deserve to go to the next level, but God still looks at us and says, I'm going to take you there. Let's get to work. So we find Jacob. Jacob sends a peace offering to his brother, and he goes to meet up with his brother, okay? And here we are. Jacob's stolen. He's lied. He's not a good guy. And he decides he wants to go to the next level, and the way for him to go to the next level is to go back to, his, go back to home where he came from he, to make things right. Genesis chapter 33, verse 1. <clears throat> Jacob looked up, and he saw Esau coming. And bad news already. And, and Esau had 400 dudes with him. Like, if your posse's 400 deep, you're doing well. You're doing, you're, you're doing pretty good. He rolls up 400 deep. So Jacob's like, oh, no. So Jacob divides the children among Leah, Rachel, and his two servant wives. He's like, right, you take after these guys. You take after these. Any, like, like any good man. He put all the work on his wife. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dirt ball. He's like, hey, you watch these kids. You watch these kids. You watch these kids because I'm about to die. And uh, he put the servant wives and their children at the front. <laughs> Jerk. And uh, Leah and her children, he put them next. And he put Rachel and Joseph. He put them last. And then Jacob went on ahead. He said, you guys stay here. This is how it's going to go down. And the servants will die first. And then my second favorite wife was going to die next. And then my first favorite wife, then she's going to die last. But after they get through me. And as he approached his brother, he bowed he, he bowed to the ground seven times before him. Then Esau ran to meet him, and he embraced him. I circled in my Bible today the word embrace. I don't know about you guys in here today, but if next level means I'm going to be embraced, I want to go to the next level. If there's an embrace, I want to go to the, I want the next level. He threw his arms around him, and he put his, his, his arm around, around his arm and his neck, and he kissed him. Clearly, they were Hispanic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to greet each other with a kiss. <clears throat> I'm an equal opportunity offender, in case you're wondering that about me. Good morning, Dad. Glad you're here. You made it pretty early for you today, Dad. I'm proud of you. He threw his arms around his neck, and he kissed him. And then they both wept. They embraced each other. They haven't seen each other in a long time there. He's forgiven. Verse 5, then Esau took the women and children, and he asked, 
who are, he looked at him, sorry, then he said, who are all these people with you? Who's, who's your squad? Introduce me to the family. You've been gone for, you've been gone for, I think, 20 years, it says in the scripture. He's been gone, run away. He's like, who, who, introduce me to your family. Let me meet my nephews. Let me meet, let me meet your wives, my, my sister-in-laws. And he said, who are all these people with you? And Jacob says this, these are the children of, these are the children that God has graciously given to me, your servant. I don't know about you guys, but if grace comes at the next level, I want to go to the next level. Jacob replied, then the servant wives came forward with their children and bowed before The next came Leah with her children. They bowed before him. And then finally Joseph and Rachel, they came forward and they bowed before him. Verse 8, and when they were, and went, <clears throat> and what were all the, he goes, and then Esau says, what were all the flocks and the herds I met as I came, Esau said. Jacob replied, those were a gift, so you didn't kill me. I sent you a gift, bro. Like, I don't want you to kill me. He goes, there, here's, here's a gift. I don't know about you guys in here today, but if at the next level there are gifts, I want to go to the next level. We keep on reading here. He says here, they had a gift from the Lord to ensure our friendship. Verse 9, my brother, I have plenty, Esau answered. Keep what you have for yourself. In my notes, I circle the word plenty because I don't know about you guys, but if going to the next level means I'm going to have plenty, I want to have I want to have plenty. But Jacob insisted, no, if I have found favor with you, please accept this gift from me. <clears throat> and what a relief to see your friendly smile. Listen to this verse. This is, you might want to underline this. It is like seeing the face of God. Now, Jacob knows what the face of God looks like because right before we get to this story, Jacob wrestles with God. And he says, man, I, I wrestled with God. I saw the face of God. Remember last week, by the way, to catch you up if you weren't here, when you, when you go to the next level, you get a new walk, you get a new talk, you get a, you get a new name. I mean, Jacob got all those things last week in, in the previous chapter. And he says, man, I, I've, here's this gift. And he says, I, I, I have found favor with you. Please accept this gift from me. And what a relief to see your friendly smile. It is like seeing the face of God. Verse 11, I want everyone to see the face of God. Please take this gift that I have brought you, for God has been very gracious to me. I have more than enough. I don't know about you guys in here today, but if going to the next level means I'm gonna have more than enough, I wanna go to the next level. If the next level, last week we learned that the next level is where the blessing is. If the next level is where the blessing is, I wanna get to the next level, don't you? Verse, uh, verse 11, it's like, please take this gift I brought you, for God has been very gracious. I have been more than enough. And because Jacob insisted, Esau finally accepted the gift. Verse 11, well, Esau said, it's, let's be going. I'll lead the way. But Jacob says, you can see, my Lord, that some of the children are very young. And the flocks and herds have their young too. If they are driven too hard, even though one day all the animals could die, even for one more day, because my animals are tired. We've, we've come a long way. And just so you know in here today, you've heard me say this before, but if you're going to the next level, it's going to take a long time. I wanted to title this sermon, Are We There Yet? Are We There Yet? Because sometimes, man, we're like, hey, last week I was like, hey, I told all you guys, hey, the next level's right there. You go, some of you guys, you want to be at the next level the very next day. And the best things in life take a lot of work or 11 months, depends on who you are. Like, it takes a lot of work. It took the children of Israel 40 years because of their disobedience. I don't know about you guys in here today, but I don't want to take 40 years to get to my promised land. Did you know the children of Israel, they were 11 days away? And what should have took them 11 days took them 40 years. And that's us, isn't it, church? God has this, God has, we could go to the next level, but for some reason in our mind, we think, well, I can do this on my own. I can do it a better way. I got this. I don't need God's help. I'm self-made. I'm smart. I'm intelligent. I'll use my good looks. I'll get there all on my own. I don't need anybody but myself. And the problem with that is that's not the way God designed you. 
Did you know a football team can't win with just one player? Like, even if it is Tom Brady, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. You can't. Don't be a hater. He's a good athlete, you know what I'm saying? Like, a basketball team cannot win all by themselves. Sometimes it takes three or four superstars, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you need a big three. Like, it takes a team. You got to have a squad. So in this passage of Scripture, we keep on reading. He's, or where are we at? Verse 13. But Jacob replied, you can see, my Lord, these guys are tired. If I drive them too hard, they'll, they'll, they're going to die. Please, my Lord, go ahead of your servant, and we'll follow slowly. He goes, just get going. We'll follow behind you guys. I don't know about you guys in here today, but if going to the next level means I'm going to have God leading me through the way, I want to go to the next level. We'll follow you at a pace that's comfortable for the livestock and the children, and I'll meet you at Seir. Verse 15. All right, Esau said, but at least let me... Let me assign some of my men to guide and protect you guys. I don't know about you guys, but if protection and guidance comes at the next level, I want that. I want that. Last night we went, walked up to our front door and my wife goes, my daughter, my daughter and my Hope and, my, and the twins said, Hope said, Dad, there's a frog right there. Well, if you know anything about my family, frogs will send Diana into, a, a, into death, into her grave. So Hope says, you gotta, you gotta move that. She's like, Mom ain't gonna have that. And I looked at Hope and I said, I run this house. You tell mom to walk by that frog or go through the garage door. You know what I'm saying? I'm afraid of, I'm afraid of frogs too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think there was a story next to this about frogs, right? Q, I think that's in there somewhere. <clears throat> My daughter got, I, so I did what any dad would do. You fake it till you make it sometimes. I said, you jumped up as high as I could and I slapped that frog as hard as I could. I wouldn't grab a frog, but I would slap a frog. <laughs> slap a frog. <clears throat> Let's keep on reading so I get sidetracked. Verse 13, no, 15, that's where we're at. All right, Esau said, but at least let me assign some of my men to guide you and protect you. Provision and guidance comes at the next level. Jacob responded, that's not necessary. It's enough that you've received me warmly. He's like, I'm just glad you didn't kill me, bro. So Esau turned around and started back to, to Seir that same day. Jacob, on the other hand, traveled on to Succah, and there he built himself a house and made shelters for his livestock. That is why the place was named Succoth, which means shelters. Verse 18, later, having traveled all the way from Padanaram, Jacob arrived safely at the town of Shechem. I don't know about you guys, but if safety comes at the next level, I want to be, be safe. I'm glad my dad's here today. My dad, uh, in our, my whole entire life, my dad has had a shotgun. My dad was in the army. My dad had a shotgun that that sat on top of his of his drawer, on top of his um, on top of his, his his closet, and never once did they ever take that gun down in all the years of my life. So we got a gun up there. That wasn't the safety mechanism in our house. My dad had like a golf club by the front door. I don't know if this is I don't know if this is ghetto or not, or if this is just my life, but he had a golf cart, a golf club at the front door, at the front door. He had a golf club underneath his bed, and he had a baseball bat at, this, at the sliding glass door. It locked. Now that's like, if you don't know anything about using a baseball bat to keep the sliding glass door, you're rich and famous. You, you haven't lived yet. Like, you, have, you haven't survived yet. If you don't know what it's like to have a golf club, like when you can't afford ADT, you buy a golf club. You know what I'm saying? In case, in case you're wondering. And I become that same exact guy. Like, I got things stashed. <clears throat> Two guns sit in the closet. 
but I got baseball bats. Like, just so you know, a gun is going to help a lot more than a baseball bat, but that's just where we're at. That's the level, that's the level in which we're at. But I don't know about you, but if, if, if safety comes, I always felt safe. I would have much rather my dad be like, hey, this gun works. You know how to use it. I don't even think that gun works. But he's like, we got baseball bats, son, we're good. Embarrassing. Go to all your friend's house. They got alarm systems. You got a baseball bat. <laughs> Louisville Slugger. There's baseball bats and there's Louisville Sluggers. That baseball bat, for any of you guys that are old school, it had Jackie Robinson's name on it, right? Or Babe Ruth. I can't remember one of the two names. It was a wooden bat, the good old days. Verse 18. Later, having traveled all the way from this place, safety was there. There he set up camp outside of the town. Jacob brought the plot of land where he camped from the family and Hamar, the, the family of Hamar, the father of Shechem, for a hundred pieces of silver. And there he built an altar and he praised God. That's what he did with the altar. He built an altar. And so I, I want to just, I, I set a record today. I just want to go on the clock to say that I just get, I just took you guys through 20 verses of scripture. So give me some grace for the future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, thank you so much. Hey, I want to give you, here's my sermon. Right out of, out of the scripture. At the next level, there's going to be some new people. There's some people that aren't going to go where you're going. There are some people that are not going to be able to make it to the, there, there's some new people at the next level. Just get ready for that. If you're going to go to the next level, if you're going to go all the way up, there's going to be some new people at the next level. Some of the people that you run with, they're not going to be able to make it to the next level. That's another sermon. Maybe it's week three. Maybe it's week four. I don't know. But here's what I know. that Not everyone can go to the level in which you're at. I was talking to Travis and Chris. I'm like, yeah, this friend of ours, they quit talking to us. This, you know why they quit talking to us? Because not everyone can go to the next level. Everyone that you're running with, you, you might have to cut off some, you might need to cut off some dead weight. I don't know about you guys in here today, but I like, the, one of the best things I've ever did was starting this church because I got a lot, a lot of new friends. I went out to eat last week with, with, with uh, Vicky and Nick and, 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 and Alana, and I'm so thankful that at the next level, there's new people there. I'm thankful for that because some, some people that I used to run with, they, they're, they're, I don't, they're, not, they're not around no more. They're not around anymore. My dad used to always tell me, man, Wes, I'm telling you guys, these guys that are your high school friends. They're not going to be your friends forever. And I was like, dad, you're old-fashioned. You're old school. Like, we're going to be friends and friends forever. We're going to be a BFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFF
Like you're not even in the right direction. You want provision? You gotta go to the next level to get provision. You can't do the same exact things, do the same things that you've always done and, and expect different results. Does that make sense? I can't drive a car around and never ever put gas in it or I will run out. You guys have seen my Instagram story, that's what happens. There's provision at the next level. I don't know about you guys today, but I am, I'm not about the fixed mindset. That's lame. And you shouldn't be either. God has so much more for you. And the thing that he wants for all is he wants progress. There's progress at the next level. I'm so thankful that I'm not doing the same exact things that I did always. People come to me and says, man, your sermons have gotten a lot better. It's like, what does that even mean? You made it this far three years. God bless you. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm proud of you. Because the next level, there's progress. I work hard. I work really hard. Because I want to I, I have progress. Everybody should want progress. No one should wake up and say, I don't want any progress today. That's not 100. The red one. That's not 100. All the young people in Kristen got that. Awesome. Hey, there's a path at the next level. Hey, I'm going to give you a freebie. I'm going to help you right now. You trying to figure it all on your own is going to take you a lot longer than it is for you to try God. That, I mean, some of you guys came just for that. Why would we try? My, my dad tried to beat some man. Dad, what you, Wes, you can't do what everybody else does. I'm like, why not? They have ADT. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't, if you're trying to forge your own path, friends, I'm sorry. I don't know if this is negative. Like, I, I brought you to, I always invite people to church. I think a church is the most, should be the most encouraging place. But can I be honest with you? If trying to forge your own path is, is kind of a waste of time. It, it just is. It's just going to take you a long time. Like, why would, if it can take 11 days, why would you choose 40 years? There's a path. <clears throat> and then there's, there's praise at the next level. There's praise at the next level. Jacob got to the place where he's like, thank you, Jesus. A guy said a few weeks ago, man, when you, when you worship, man, you like, it's like you're like going hard out there, up there when you're worshiping. Like you're just like, like you're, at, you're at a nightclub. I said, I'm praising them. Dinah comes unglued up here. You guys see her. These guys, they love to worship. Derek comes unglued you know, when he gets this thing going. You don't know exactly what's happening, but you're like, dude, something's happening. You know, that guy is, either he passed gas or he's ushering somebody in. Like he's just, you don't really know what it is. You don't even know what it is. Like you don't know what it is. You're trying to figure out what it is. There's praise at the next level. People that have been to the next level, they're like, I'm going to praise. You want to know why Jacob praised? Jacob praised because he saw the face of God. And we all get the opportunity. The face of God is not, you're not just, just, not just pastors are privy to the face of God. Missy Stansel died this week on Monday. <clears throat> Into heaven. Bam. Face of God. 40 years young. Gone. I, I say, Trip, hey, bud. Your teacher's in heaven now. Seven years old. That's miserable as a parent to tell you. Like, it's been three years. I know eventually at some point I'm going to have to tell him that, that, is, that, is, that his teacher from kindergarten died. You know, you hope, like, man, I hope she doesn't die while she's in, 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 in his year, in, his, in, in kindergarten. So it's now second grade, and she's made it three years. And I said, he goes, she's in heaven? I said, yeah. He goes, well, she's not there yet. I said, yo, she's there now. He goes, streets of gold heaven? I said, yeah, she's already there. 
He's like, that's not fair. And just took his tablet and went back to work on his tablet. <clears throat> I praise God for that. There's the only, when someone dies, that's usually a morning thing. But when you go to the next level, you praise God for those things. And you might be coming to me and you're like, listen, I don't really know what all this has to do with me. I'm, I'm going to let you know what all it has to do with you. But God wants you all at the next level. And because we're not a religious church, we're a relational church, that I'm not going to tell you you need all these to make it to the next level. I'm not even going to tell you you got to do all these to go to the next level. But in this room here today, some of you guys in here today, you need to take another step for your own good, not for mine. When I get to heaven, by the way, I'm going to be doubly judged. I told you guys that last week. But when I get to heaven, like I don't have a, there's a QB rating. There's not a pastor rating in pastor world. Like how many salvations did you have? How many people started giving at your church? How many people are in community groups? I, that stuff doesn't help me. I'm, I'm, here's what I'm going to do. I want to get to heaven. I was at Missy's funeral yesterday, probably 400 deep at this funeral. I've been to few funerals with 400 people, but I've also been to funerals with 12 people. And I thought to myself, my life is going to count for way more than 12 people. So when I get to heaven, I want to know that I live my life like Missy. You know what they said about Missy yesterday? The, guys, the, the pastor that did her funeral was her husband. There wasn't one tear. The, the, the daughter got there and led a song like Dinah Leads Every Week without a, without a tear in her eye. The husband got there because they know she's in heaven. We don't weep, with, we don't weep the way with people who don't have Christ weep. We weep a whole different way. We, we party. People go to heaven. And the guy said this about his wife. He said, to know Missy is to know Jesus. I thought to myself, I want to be, that's what I want people to say about me. So let me give you a couple things, okay? Are you, are you ready for them? You're like, you already gave us one, two, six. How do I get new people in my life? Practical application. Are you ready for this? Are y'all ready for this? Three people, thank you. I like you on the second row better. I feel the energy better. This feels right. Why do you think we do community groups? Because at the next level, you need some new people. I remember uh, Yazbek. I love, I love Michael Yazbek. Michael Yazbek was the kid that everybody wanted to be around. But when Yazbek started to go to the next level, he was 16 years old. He, he lost all of his friends. Michael Yazbek. He walks up to me. Here's what Michael Yazbek's favorite thing to do. He put me in his car and he goes, hey, bro, 16 years old. He goes, I'm going to take you home today. Did you ride with your I'll take you home today. And then I'll bring you back for youth group. I said, great. He goes, hey, I got this new thing. You're going to love it. I said, what is it, Michael? He goes, I'm going to go the whole way to your house without touching my brakes. <laughs> it's the guys I roll with, Brad. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> he comes to me one. He goes, hey, I got a new best friend. I said, really? He goes, he goes it's you and me now, bud. <laughs> you don't want to be best friends with a kid that doesn't use his brake all the way to your house. I'm just saying. You can say, oh, that's cute. Like, you don't want to be friends with that kid. My, me and Michael Yazbek, we were friends for two years. Because when you go to the next level, he decided to go to the next level. Quit, quit hanging out. Quit going to the parties on Friday night. Quit going to the parties here. Quit doing this. Quit doing this. And come on, Jesus. If Jesus is coming back now, I'm so ready. At the next level, <clears throat> there's new people. That's why we do groups. Some of you guys in here today, I almost had a Josh. Shot that, you know, I almost had a Josh moment. My inner TD Jakes almost came out. The Lord, ah! Somebody say, ah! You about to, were you about to hit the B3 for me? No, okay. Don't do that, because something might happen. Don't do it. Don't do that. Hey, there's groups. That's why we have groups, guys. My wife, we, we had a group with Brad and Lex and, and, and Lilium and, um, and 
Liam and Alex this week. <clears throat> and Diane said, man, I'm so glad this group started. I'm sitting right next to me, we're at Brad's house. Amy and Rob skipped the first week and it's at their house. I mean, come on, that's kind of weird. You're like, we need more leaders at this church. I know, I'm just kidding. It's my fault, it's not yours, just kidding. She goes, I'm so, she said, I'm so glad we're in groups. You know what she said? She goes, I read the Bible more when I'm in a community group because environment matters. Environment matters. At the next level, there's, there's peace. But hey, some of you guys in here today, you'll never have peace until you begin to forgive. And by the way, you might need to forgive yourself. Y-O-S-E-L-F, yourself. You need, to, you need to forgive yourself. You need to forgive yourself. Some of you guys brought your friend today and you're like, dude, he doesn't always act this black, but he's doing really good today. You're like super proud. I had a guy in the, in the lobby. This guy's so white, he's red. He's like, this happened at first where he goes, dude, I'm honestly, I said, what? He goes, I'm blacker than you. I said, so what? For you to have peace, you have to have forgiveness. For you to have peace, you have to have forgiveness. My wife will say things like, well, didn't that hurt when they did that to you? I'm like, I already let that go. I, 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 I'm gonna choose peace over forgiveness. All day. Then to hold it, then to hold a grudge. You guys know what I meant. I'm gonna choose peace. I'm gonna choose peace over bitterness. I'm gonna choose, because you know what, you know what bitterness is? It's me drinking the poison and wishing the other person would die. Come on. There's peace, there's provision. Can I tell you about people who, can I tell you the people who don't need provision? This is, this is just, this is 13, this is 14 years of ministry, all right? A lot of living. The people that don't need provision are the people who are giving. I had a guy ask me this week, he, like, Do you, he goes, hey, I read something about your church the other day. I said, what'd you read? He goes, you expect people to give 10% of what they make to the church? I said, no. He goes, no, we read that. I go, oh, I said, God expects that, not me, that's God. And he went, oh. <laughs> I said, this is, I used to be so nervous talking about this kind of stuff when I was, when I was a pastor. I'm like, take, don't be mad at me, be mad at God. I don't know. He goes, he goes what about the mom who makes 100 bucks? Who makes 100 bucks a week? And she's trying to make ends meet. You expect her to give $10 a week to church? I said, can I tell you this? It's a lot easier to tithe off 100 bucks than it is to tithe off $100,000. Come on, somebody, if you've been there before, you know what I'm talking about. It's just easier. Now, I'm just telling you, it's easier to tithe off a little number than it is to tithe off a big number. This week, I had a friend walk in and goes, hey, I wanna, I wanna bless you. Here's a, here's a gift card. Gift card to Bonefish. Praise him. That was Tuesday. Wednesday, Diane's like, hey, you got, you got something in the mail. $100 gift card to Matthew Steakhouse. Come on, I'll take it. I wanted to go there, but I can't afford to go there, but now I'm going there, you know what I'm saying? 100 bucks. She comes to me the next day, big old smile on her face. Smile slash tears. I'm like, are you okay? She's like, yeah. I said, are you sure? She's yeah. She said, you won't believe what just happened. I said, what? She goes, we've got another check in the mail. They say things happen in threes. I'm not into all that kind of stuff. But this one was a $2,500 check. How many of you guys know I was like, come on, God. Can I tell you what? I've told you this. I've told our guys this. We have a couple guys that run all of our finances in our church. I told our guys, I said, I want to be the highest giver in our church. I'm not because I don't make as much as some of the guys, but I want to be the highest giver in our church. 
Di and I, we want to go up. A, we want to go up for. A, we want to go up a percent in giving every year, because it's all God's, anyways. You might be here today. You think, well, I can't afford to give. If you can't afford to give, let me help you out. You want to go to financial peace. You want to go to financial peace class. That's, that's what we all we all ought to do. That I mean, if you've never been to financial peace, you you ought to go through it. And you might be here thinking, man, why surely hammering that? Like, God's got so much for you. And I, I want to make sure you get this too. This is, this is a little bit extra. Like, I don't believe in, if you do this, if then, if then, if then, if then. But here's what I'll tell you. When God has your heart and you begin to do all these things that God's, God has for you, all these things come to play. All these things come into play. I remember when Travis came up to me, this is about a year ago, he's less than a year ago. He goes, man, we wrote the biggest check we've ever, we wrote the biggest check we ever wrote to the church. You're like, that sounds, some of you guys are like, that sounds stupid. It sounds like someone who's got, sounds like someone who has provision to me. If the blessing comes at the next level, that's where it comes. I wanna do these things. A friend of mine in here today, you know, people come up to me. I had another friend, and she, she wrote me, and she goes, I, she goes, I gave more this year than I gave the year before. She goes, and I've been blessed more this year than I've ever been blessed before. Reaping, reaping and sowing, it's real. <laughs> I had a friend, she texted me this. She's a millionaire. She texted me this this week. She said, um, or she, she, she showed this, this thing, um, this picture of all these boxes, and she owns a, a, successful, a successful clothing apparel company. And she says, brand, whatever you call it, she goes, I need, she's posting, I need a 20,000 to 25,000 square foot building to, to run my product through. And I said, so I screenshot her. I texted her, I'm like, hey, either this is God's favor or this is just the beginning of God's favor. But either way, it looks good. You know what she said to me? I think it's just scratching the surface. I looked at Diana, I said, what if Travis and Kristen are just scratching the surface? <laughs> what if you guys are? Come on, receive that. They believe in a God of more, it's a whole nother level. That's like, that's like another sermon. <clears throat> what if it's, like, what if you think things are going good now, but what if they're like, not, what if things are, what if things are, what if they're not really going good now? What if things are good now, like, but what if there's like a whole nother level around the corner? I wanna be there to find out. I want to find out. People that have provision, they're never, they're not, they're not look, they're, they're givers. Because this whole reaping and sowing thing, from what I've seen in my limited, limited time of experience now, I think I'll be standing up when I'm 20 years into ministry, but I'm only 14 years into it. This whole give, reaping and sowing thing, it's real. It's real. <clears throat> my voice cracked. Some of you guys in here today, your progress, maybe you need, your next progress is you've been saved, but you haven't been baptized. Maybe yours is baptism. Maybe that's your next step. You haven't been baptized yet. You want to get in the water this week, this, this month, um, and, and three weeks from now, two weeks from now. Are we in September? September 23rd, like October 19th. <laughs> Pick a date. You ought to get baptized. If you've been saved, you, you've raised your hand and said, I've I placed my faith in Jesus Christ, and, and I've, been, I've been saved. God saved me. You ought to get baptized. Why wait? That's at the next level. Obedience is at the next level. Obedience is how you get to the next level. There's a path. Maybe some of you guys in here today, you're brand new to the church. Maybe you come for a while. Maybe you need to jump in next steps. I'm going to tell you this. Blessings rub off. 
Are you following me? Where I see God's favor at, you're gonna, wherever you see God's favor at in this church, you're gonna see me around those people because it rubs off. Why would I not? Why would I not? That makes sense. Everyone at that funeral yesterday was praising and worshiping God because the environment, because there was something in the room. Maybe you haven't gone through next steps yet. And we'll talk, show you how, in this next step, we'll teach you, we'll talk more about baptism. We'll take you how to read your Bible. I'm, I'm just telling you what the Bible says today. So I can teach you how to do this at your house, in your home. And you can get this ladder at Ace. So you can do all this at home. <laughs> you know, you, this boy ain't got a ladder at his house like this. <clears throat> you need, maybe you need to go through the next steps. It happens right after church today. Every time I eat lunch with Travis and Chris, I'm better for it. I'm better for that. Why wouldn't I want to hang out with them? If God brought new people, why wouldn't I? I want to, I, I want to be around the people that are, going, that are going in the right direction. That just makes sense. And wherever you're out in here today, you should want to be around the people that are going in the right direction. Listen, this, God's blessing this church. I would get in. You're like, well, that's easy for you to say you believe in it. I'm just telling you, man, that I'm just sitting with people like you're sitting with people. I'm going to all the restaurants you're going with, except I'm not going there by myself. I'm going with all the new people that God's blessed me with. And, and God's just telling me, and there are people are telling me where God's taking them at. I would, get, I would come to Next Steps today, and I would drink the Kool-Aid with us. It's virgin. But you got to drink the Kool-Aid with us. <laughs> like, that wasn't in your notes. Oh, by the way, you used to stop, this is in the notes, write this down. Stop trying to figure out life on your own. That's a waste of your time. That's a waste of your time. And then you're like, man, I ain't got nothing to praise God about. Well, praise Him for this. Praise Him for your salvation. Praise God for your salvation. That's what you got. If you got nothing to praise God for, maybe, and listen, some of you guys, I heard this this week, this is, this is going to be, you might want to write this down. Some of you guys in here, you think that you've been buried. Maybe it's that God's planted you. Maybe God's planted you. Like, where do you get all this stuff from? I read the Bible, and I hang out with people who read the Bible. That's why I'm full of all the stuff that I talk about. Because I'm always, I'm around this word, or people who read this word. I'm trying to, like, you, you come on Sundays, and you get one sermon. I listen to one sermon a week. I drive an hour, I do an hour round, I do two hours in the car, take my kids to school every single day. I listen sometimes two, three sermons a day because I'm always trying to pump myself. And if you know me, the Bible says that we're all wretched sinners. You know me, I'm the, like Paul said, I'm the chief sinner. I'm constantly pumping myself with good because there's so much bad in me. So listen, if this is where the next level is at, sign up for something. This isn't for all of us. And hey, if you're here today, here's some really good positive news. If you go one step forward, no one in this room in here today can be mad at you for going two steps backwards. No one can, because we've all been there before. The pastors of this church, we go backwards. We do really, really well, and then we go backwards. We do really, really well, and then we go backwards. We're hoping for total progress. We're hoping for total yards gained. Like, we don't care about how many we lose. We care about how many we're going forward. We want that for you. We want that for all of us in here today. Let's go to the next level together. And maybe you're here today, and you're like, I'm saved. I got it. I'm baptized. Here's what I'll tell you what I'm doing. This is, this is like next, next level. 
I'm not sure if everyone's ready for this. Can I tell you what I do? If the blessing's at the next level, it is. This is where it's at. It's the next level. Can I tell you what I'm doing now? I'm already thanking God for the blessings I haven't even received yet. If you're like, dude, you're sick. Well, here's what I know. When I get there and when I get them, it'll be because I've already praised them for it. I'm gonna praise them all the time. I'm gonna praise them when I got a flat tire. I'm gonna praise them at the funeral with a lady who died too soon because her body was full of cancer. I'm gonna praise God all the time. And I'm prepared for that. I'm just gonna praise them all the time because at the next level, God's got me. Just like he has Jacob here. If Jacob can go the wrong direction for 20 years of his life and then show up one day like, hey, I'm going to the next level and God takes them all the way to the next level, then I can too. Then I can too. And if I can, me, disrespectful punk kid, suspended from school a lot, if I can make it to the next level, we all can. I'll probably send more than most of you. Some of you guys have shot some people, but except for you, then I, but me, then I. <laughs> some of you are like, how do you know about 1993? I just guessed, now you're guilty. Hey, let's all go to the next level together. Let's go, why, why wouldn't we, right?